Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. I know. It's kind of what it feels. At least I'm I'm definitely more awake this week than I was last week. So am I, but I I discovered a, a, like an hour or two ago that my brain is uh, I was trying to read and I was having a very hard time reading and then like usually when I read something I can comprehend it faster than like if someone reads it to me sure this time while I was reading it was like in my brain out of my brain just like not comprehending Mm -hmm. and I was trying to explain to someone what I was reading and I just like couldn't I couldn't I was like uh yeah Uh, I don't know what I'm saying there were words on the page yeah yeah but I'm I'm not tired, really. My brain is just like, because I had a different kind of day today. Yes, you did. Than I've had recently. So, so everyone at home knows. <laughs> I I saw you glance at the microphone <laughs> where you were like, am I going to tell this? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, am filling in, I guess you could say, for someone at work right now that does a job that I used to do. Um, so I was asked to come in and help out and in, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the word I want to use is, but like in connection with last week's topic where I don't work in direct client care, I am for the moment working in direct Mm -hmm. client care. Welcome back. (laughs) I'm actually very excited about it, but it's, um, a very different way of thinking than I've been doing for the past few months so it's like my brain is just kind of like what are you you're using me (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like okay but i'm i'm also very tired because here i go about to talk about my pet again here i go again on my own was at the emergency room with ronan (gasps) until 11 o'clock last night wait i didn't know this he's fine He's perfectly fine. Like, he... So, he has kennel cough, which I'm not surprised about. Like, some people... Dog owners are like, oh my god, kennel cough! But it's really not a big deal. It's just like... It's like how people get the flu. Dogs can get kennel cough. It's just like a really bad, gross cough that he has. And, um... Last night, he was just acting kind of weird... And it made me nervous. And then, of course, Miranda starts Googling stuff. And then I get, like, yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. freaked out. And I'm like, he's going to die overnight if I don't take him to the vet right away. And just, like, freaking out. So I took him to um, the emergency vet up here. And first of all, they were great. I've had some very bad experiences with emergency pet care before where they just, like want to charge you for all these extra things and all of this stuff and then I bring we okay so like my past like dog like was hurt had to go to the emergency vet they did all this stuff we paid all this money brought him to the vet like a couple days later and the vet was like you didn't need to do any of that yeah like all you needed was a a shot or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like something so I was very apprehensive to go to the emergency room because I was like he he's probably gonna be fine but then the part of me that is me is like but what if he's not fine Mm -hmm. so I brought him to the emergency room they were great 
It was a pain in the ass because they still have, like, COVID protocol going on. Mm -hmm. So, I have to wait in the... It's like when you go to the doctor, you wait in the car and they call you and you answer questions. And then they come out and they talk to you for a second. And then they go back inside and then they call you and you go inside. It's like this all the whatever. So, I was there for a long time. But the lady literally, like, came out and got him. And not even five minutes later brought him back outside and was like, yeah, he has kennel cough, so he's got to stay out here with you because kennel cough is like a really contagious dog sickness. Mm -hmm. They all get vaccinated against it, but it's like a flu shot for people where you you get a flu shot and then like you hope you don't get it. So yeah, he came back out and now he's got meds and he's already uh, like sounds a lot better. But I was out in, oh, and I was very sunburnt yesterday. Mm-hmm. I went to the beach, and I don't wear sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the nice first sunburn. So last night, I'm, like, sitting in the parking lot of the emergency vet, and I was just, like, raging. Yeah. Like, uh, I was just pissed off because my face was so hot Mm -hmm. that it was just making my whole essence irritated sure and i'm like sitting there and i i really had to pee and i was just like (sighs) like just trying to to stay calm and be like it's okay everything is okay but it was very difficult i just wanted to rage like there was this point in time where i'm sitting there and i was like i hope he's done soon and then i was like he's still in the fucking car like, he's, like, he's still in the car. They haven't even seen him. But after they saw him, it was, like, really fast, and it was great. Um, but, yeah, so I had a long day yesterday and then a stressful night, and then today a change of pace in my daily, like, working. So I'm very, uh, like, my brain is tired. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I am awake and I'm ready for life and it's great. <laughs> ready for action? No, I just love that. So I, school is over for me. So we were like, oh, we can start recording earlier. And the past like two weeks, we have still started <laughs> later at night because of this, that, and the other. Um, and it's like always something different and yeah. never, it's, we're always like, yeah, I'll see you at seven. And then it's not seven. And then it's. It's the regular time. Yeah. I'm on time for the regular time. For the regular time. Before I was late for the regular time. That's true. That is true. I am actually sitting here as soon as I say I'm not tired. Like I I am like crashing. Well, I was on a caffeine high. Where's your coffee? Right there. Oh, okay. I was on a caffeine. (laughs) I was on a caffeine high and started to feel like, like panicky. Not panicky. That's not the right word. That's so dramatic. I started to feel feel like, uh, empty. That's, that's the feeling. So I started eating and now that I'm eating, I'm like, I also just, uh, deep cleaned my entire apartment. Like really douched it. Dude, cleaning is really tiring. I, uh, agree. Even (laughs) Even if it's like... Like oh, that my, would be a good chore. It would be a great topic. I clean my house and I don't have like this massive mansion. Like I have a, a humbly sized little apartment <laughs> and I clean my apartment and I'm like, holy shit. Holy. I need yep. a vacation. Like, oh my God. I've been putting it off. It's nothing. It's like. <laughs> I've been really putting it off. But I'm proud of myself. Well, because I was supposed to do it last night and I got home and I was like. <laughs> 
fuck no. Yeah. Um, so today I made much more of a concerted effort to get, really get it done. And I, I think I did a really, I know I did a really good job. Um, and I'm very proud of myself, but I'm like kind of crashing right now. And I'm like self, of course, this is brand new. I'm sure it's not. I'm self-conscious about, I feel more prepared for these episodes when I feel like I have something funny to say. Yes. Like a story at the beginning. <laughs> and right now my check-in isn't funny. Yeah. And so I'm like, this episode's gonna fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when I have, when something funny happens and I'm like ready to talk about it, you know. <laughs> what? It looks like it's not plugged in. Oh, sorry. Something just came off of my wall. That's your thermostat. I didn't know that could come off the wall. Uh-oh. Yeah. Is it still on on the front? Yeah. So just put it back. <laughs> um, okay, well, we'll do this later. Um, it's a lease. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own this place. Um, plus, the, that's not the. that's just for heater, and the heat is not on. Yeah. The heat is on, but in New Hampshire, the yeah. weather. The heat is on. -da 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 -da. No, I don't, don't know, know that, that song. One. Okay, I'll go fuck myself. Yeah, um, please. So here's what I want to say. I do have something to say though. Is it funny? No. Then don't. Say no. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my week, my compassion fatigue got worse. Of course. I thought we were gonna have the episode, and I was gonna like make big strides in it, which. I did make strides, but... They were baby strides? I showed up to work, and it just got worse because they got worse. We're very busy right now. I... 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 Um, working we'll love you. with a... <laughs> Working with a population that is prone to not to not be grateful. I'm used to it, you know, yeah. by now. I just feel like it's worse than usual. And mm -hmm. I am, like we talked about last time, I'm taking it on. Yeah. And I'm starting to take it personally. Like I try and come up with this, that, and the other to be better and make it more engaging. This And it just, no, 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 you know. And, um, but... Are you grateful? I am. And today I had to remind myself that I am grateful to have this job, you know? Because, like, my instant reaction has been, like, quit my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of like, And just like I said last week, I'm like, don't quit your job, you know? But I'm like, I'm leaving my job. I'm, like, romanticizing going to get a new one, making more money, you know, this, that, the other. Then... My prayer meditation has been, uh, um, <laughs> it's like the best explanation. What has it been? It's been, uh, um, but I did very earnestly like speak out loud this morning for help and I showed up to work today and I had to run all four groups, which sucks. Um, but it went really well and I ended the day really strong because I, I, you know, because you asked for help. And at a certain point, it's about, it, you have to put it on them. Like, yeah. like, so compassion fatigue, this kind of a follow up to last week's thoughts too. Like at a certain point, a part of the boundary is looking at the source and being like, well, what are you doing? 
Well, yeah. If and, you if it goes that far. And looking at it and 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 being like, I can't control. You can't control how whatever you're trying to do is received. Sure. You can only control how it's delivered. And, sure. But you can't. You can't change the delivery of everything, and one delivery is going to work for some and, and not, for, not others. for others. And that's like the thing of like, not everyone is going to be happy. Like you could put the whole fucking world in front of somebody, and the, and they'll still find something wrong with it. And that's where it's just like, I did my best, and that's it. Yeah, I did my best today, and that's all I could do. And. Take it or leave it. Yep. Peace out, bitches. Bye. <laughs> uh, because, so I ended the day, yes, I ended the day finally like literally volleying onto them being like third group of the day, I, I confessed in front of the entire community that they have been shit. Yeah. Then I had half of the community for four and I... A part of it is finally, now that I have come to a place of understanding, and this doesn't work for all instances of compassion fatigue, but there are some situations where at a point you can turn to, again, the source and be like, well, how are you showing up? Yeah. Like, I no longer am willing to take this on, and I'm also here to tell you that you need to fucking fix it up, you know? Um, and, and that I, only works in some situations. Yes. No, yeah, you can't do it all the time. Um, which, funnily enough, Emily, I have something to tell you. What? You need to fix it up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, no. No. I'm not willing. Well, because it, it really came down to, I was like, how are you showing up? Yeah. Are you waking up and showing up for your day the way that you want to? Or are you just surrendering to the fact that... Oh, I have to do this. And this can go into anything. Take treatment yeah. out of it. Like yep. your job like, on a day-to-day basis, your routines. Like, am I showing up? I have up? to live today. <laughs> am I showing up and being a part of my routine and showing up in the way that I want to? Or am I just showing up because this is how I get paid? Yeah. Or, you know, this is my obligation. Because... Now that I'm saying all this out loud, what I realized is I went through the same thing in my personal life where, so my, my problems at work are bleeding out to my performance at work. And I had to really, like, I've been sitting in fear that people are going to recognize that I'm not doing my job to the best of my ability. Sitting in that fear because I well know that I'm not doing my job to the best of my ability. And I have all the excuses why, but I came to the real, like back to that place of like, well, you get paid to do this Mm -hmm. and you don't get to decide when you show up and when you don't. Yeah. And coming to that realization sucks. Yep. Fixing it sucks because I have all the reasonings why with this, with this fatigue, with this burnout, with the way that I'm feeling with everything, like I have reasonings why, and they, they are valid. My feelings are valid. My actions are not. Yes. And I had to sit with the fact that I'm not showing up at work the way that I want to. And that fear has been driving me that other people are going to figure it out. And it, and this week that fear finally turned into corrective action. Yep. Somewhat. 
to the point where like Wednesday after work, I like to go to the gym to practice for my class on Thursday. Yesterday, Wednesday, I did not do that. I sat at work and finished all my notes that I've been putting off. And then this morning I asked for help. And then today at work, I run way more groups than I'm used to. And I like fucking knocked it out of the park, killed it. Yeah. You know, did I type my notes for it? No, but I rarely type my notes for all four groups the day I run them. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and now I'm setting that small goal. Like when I go back into the office on Sunday, I have the time to type all those notes. I must get that done. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like I have this, I left on today with like a clean slate yep. uh, because it's just one of those situations where you have to practice what you preach and yes. that fucking blows. It blows. <laughs> yes, but it does. that is a part of being a, a leader. You know, I found like I am a natural leader and I want to lead, but the best leaders are the ones who are doing the exact same thing yeah. that they, that they say. Yeah. So you're, you're walking the walk. Yeah. So I guess like less of a fun week. But it's been spiritually but fun. A good week because you're learning these things about yourself and you're learning these things about what are what's going on. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes out. I know. <laughs> and taking corrective action. Yeah. I've also it's been writing progress. more. Yeah, it doesn't feel great, but next week, as long as you keep up that forward motion, you're gonna be like, nice. 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 It already feels good. Yeah. And guess what I'm doing tomorrow? I already know what you're doing tomorrow. Do you really? You're going up a mountain. I told you? Yes. Oh, that was anti I think it was last night. I am going. Okay, what are you doing there tomorrow? There we go. Thank, thank you. Um, I'm going on my first real hike. No, ours was a real hike. My first mountain of the season. So my first summer here, I think I may have talked about this when we talked about water. My first summer here, I fell in love with hiking mountains, but at the very end of the summer. Yeah. Like, my first one that I climbed was September, mm -hmm. and the second one I climbed was later September, and then it's like, it's getting too cold, it's done. So it's like, I'm, I'm a fucking mountain climber now, slay. Like, I'm gonna, next <laughs> summer, gonna rip through this state. Well, no. Um, second summer here, coronavirus, barely made it out of bed. Um, just, anyway. So, this summer, I've been like, I need to get back to it. Let's get down to business. To defeat the Huns. Um, so, I am going. I We went on one together last weekend, and it, like, invigorated me. And that was I, a good one. I got I the bug. could not walk. Jelly legs. I, dude, if I... If my legs did not feel better by today, I literally would not have made it up the stairs. <laughs> I couldn't I, I couldn't you. even walk the dog. I have a good one for us. A good hike? Yeah. Is it's it gonna uphill? really challenge you. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah, we're going. What is it? You'll see. Anyway, anyway, so tomorrow I finally have plans to go hike a new mountain that I've never hiked. It's one of the four thousand footers here. Um, and it's like an hour ish. A hour plus north, which most of the four thousands are. Yeah, and you I'm, know that there's like a whole list somewhere yeah. of all the. Okay, that's where I pulled this. Yeah, from. okay. And I'm going. I am very excited. I'm excited for you. I'm going to the beach Saturday. I don't like the beach. I'm, I know you don't. I don't understand. I think Arnold would like the beach. No, a no. <laughs> I don't want to see him in all that sand. 
B, I just don't really. First of all, one, New England Beach sucks. The ocean, freezing cold. Being a Florida, I was born and raised in Florida, the beach is, the, the ocean's always really nice. <laughs> Here, it's like one day out of the 365 and a quarter, it's warm enough to jump into. Every you're other day, so, you have to suffer so hypothermia correct. to you're enjoy. So and the water is my favorite part of the beach. Yeah. So when you take the water element out of it, sand is really a no-go for me and my vagina. Okay. <laughs> and um, I enjoy tanning. And I'm gaining a relationship with taking my shirt off comfortably. Yeah. But without the water part, it's like, I, I'm just yeah. going to fucking roll hey, around in some hot, dirt, <laughs> grainy kitty litter getting all in my vagina. In some hot dirt? Yeah. <laughs> While hot people walk around me with their shirts off? No, thank you. I'll take the mountain. I get it. I just, I like the beach. I've always loved the beach. Let's go to the beach. beach. But also, I am born and raised here, so that beach is the only beach that I know, so... I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, me too. But I go in the water, my body goes numb, I'm like, this is great. My body goes numb. I can't feel anything. No. Sunshine. My picky Florida blood (laughs) is like, "Mm, no, ma'am, this is not it. Last year, there was a day... Where we went to the beach and it was so hot that we would go in the water and 10 minutes later we're sweating again. Those are the beach days that you, like those are the beach days. That's the other thing. I don't like being hot. I like being. You go in the water. (laughs) Um, I, I, um, I, I, uh, I, I can sweat. There's a comfortable pace at which I can sweat and if it exceeds that pace... I'm fucking out. So I am like, if I'm at the beach, like in the sun, hanging out, getting sweaty, that's fine. But when we were hiking last weekend and I was sweating, I was like so itchy Mm-mm. and sticky. I'm the exact opposite. And uncomfortable. I was like, this is disgusting. But if I'm just like at the beach, like like yeah, like yesterday when I was there. Just hang out and it's hot. I'm okay. No, but it's something to do with like I don't know what it is. You're disgusting. I I, I am disgusting. You can sit in your own filth, is what you're saying. (laughs) I did that for a very long time, so I guess it's like comfortable. It's not comfortable to me. me, (laughs) There's nothing like feeling like oh, I've been laying in this bed for three days doing drugs. I don't need a shower, and then you move one inch and you get a whiff of yourself, and you're like oof. I like couldn't smell myself. Well, it must be nice. It was. It took like two weeks for me to be able to smell myself. Must be nice. That's like a real. <laughs> I used to like. I just got instant flashbacks. But I, of, I also used to take whore baths. So. That's I would like, too, but but I would also. I don't know about. Just so opiate. everyone knows, a whore bath is like when you just like kind of wipe yourself up real quick with like a, a washcloth, or you just like you know. Do a little splash in the sink or... Pits, bits, and tits. Use some, yeah, like some wipes or whatever. That's a whore bath. Pits, bits, <laughs> and tits. Um, the I just got a huge flashback of laying in my bed, um, ordering, like, this was like my go-to. I would, when I was ready to be done, I would order 40 plus dollars worth of McDonald's on Uber Eats. Are you t- you're telling me this before? And I would eat an edible, 
smoke a bowl, take NyQuil and melatonin. Then before all of that hit, I would eat as much (laughs) of that food as I could stomach, pass out, wake up 24 hours later, easily amongst garbage in my bed being like, what, what year is it? Yeah. Where (laughs) am I? And to all of my loved ones, enjoy that story. (laughs) Um, My aunt, this is the last thing I'll say, and then we need to move to the topic. My aunt was like, oh, I I, I was like, oh, I'm so glad you listened, you know, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I love the honesty. She's like, I don't like, she's like, I'm afraid of telling you that I'm listening because I want you to stay honest and vulnerable. There is something... Which I respect, but there is something like when we start this, like I just like feel comfortable saying anything and it really is just the two of us and the cat and a microphone. So it doesn't feel as public until we press stop and then I'm like, oh. This is going to the world now. But at this point, I, I mean, I'm so not ashamed of who I was and I tell everyone Problem. I, it, it can be problematic. Like I'll tell like a bank teller. Yeah. Like, yeah. I used to do math. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So it doesn't really. It really doesn't bother me. And I. I. I don't mind talking about my past because it was real. Yeah, and it already happened, and that's it. Yep. Over. I feel very ready now. I feel after we've checked in. Okay. So. Um, you- so the topic. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. So the topic today, which we've been on like really serious topics. Yeah. Like I'm wa- waiting for the God bag to put us back to something like cars. Something <laughs> funny. Um, because today the topic is... Asking for help. LOL. Ah, um, the worst thing ever. Why do you say that? I... So I was actually thinking about it today because I had a, a situation. So last night... One of the reasons why I was nervous to take Ronan to the emergency vet is because it's significantly more expensive than the regular vet. Like mm-hmm. it is, it was a uh, hundred and thirty dollars for him just to go in the door. Mm-hmm. Never mind, like whatever. Whatever happens, yeah. So <clears throat> part of the reason why I was so anxious and like nervous was financial insecurity. Yep. Of just being like, am I gonna be able to afford this? Like. Is it gonna? Can I afford this and then still continue to live my life? And I don't live a lavish life. I just live. You know, I exist. I pay my rent, and um, I was very nervous about that. And uh, like two people that are very very close to me offered to help me financially, and here I am. The only thing I'm nervous about. Well, I'm nervous about Ronan sure, being sure, sure. okay, but like the only outside thing I'm nervous about is the money. And two different people who would happily be able to help me offered to help me, and I refused. Mm-hmm. I'm just so stubborn. And I was thinking about it today, and it's my pride, it's my ego, and it's m- me being stubborn, but it's mm. like very very difficult for me to ask for help and accept help like even if i don't ask for it and it's offered to me i i'm like no 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 it's fine because i don't i don't want to be seen as all of these things that my brain makes up that people are going to see me as if i allow them to help me sure like i don't go ahead 
Well, I, all I was thinking is, let me guess, these are two people that if they were in the same situation, you would automatically be like, let me help you. Oh, yeah. You would be them in in this scenario. Yes. Yeah. And I, 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 for at least one of them, I have been. Yeah, and you wouldn't even bat an eye. Yeah. But no, now no that the thought. now the shoes on the other I'm like, foot. Oh no! I you're can't, like it doesn't fit. I can't put I can't put you out like that. Yeah. I'm fine. I'll make it work. It'll be fine. And the bill ended up not being as much as I thought it was going to be. So then in my head, I'm like, you can pay this. Like, you're fine. Mm. It's not something crazy. This is like a regular amount of money. Like, what are people going to think if you have them pay for it? Like, you can't afford your dog. Oh, you're, this is so good. That is like where oh, that's my brain so goes. good. I was thinking about it today because I'm like, I should have just taken the help. Yeah. And I'm at the point where I'm not going to be like, hey, so like about the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not going to do that because I am fine. Mm -hmm. Like I was able to pay for that and like I will be okay. My rent will be paid. My bills will be paid. I'll have food. I'll have gas. Like everything Mm -hmm. is fine, but I really could have used the help. Yeah. It would have been great to have the help, but me in my head is like, no. You cannot do that. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the biggest things that I still struggle with now, like over two years sober, is accepting help and asking for help. Mm -hmm. And it makes my life very hard sometimes. Yeah, I can imagine. I can, I don't even have to imagine because I relate. (laughs) I I actually just know. Yeah. Um... The first thing that I want to say is that um, mine goes two different ways. Um, Number one, exactly everything you just described. Um, I don't want to ask for help or I don't need it. You know, and I look back on who I've been. A really bad place to be in is when you don't even know you need to ask for help. You know what I mean? Like. And I look back on moments in my life, I'm like, yikes. But I mean, that version of me didn't even know that I needed to ask for help. Yeah. You know, that wasn't even just on the menu. Sorry, Pearl, that item's not on the menu. Do you know what that's from? No. Oh my gosh. Comment below if you know. (laughs) I watch too much YouTube. No one can comment on this. I was just going to um, say, I don't think... It's from Spongebob. Okay, that's what I thought it was from. Because Pearl. But y- you quote so many things that what? I'm never... I'm never positive. Um, and... Uh, oh. Is that so, the Salad episode? Yeah, Salad. Okay. I think salad? so. I think it is that one. Um, <laughs> so... Um, a scary place is a in the it, not even knowing you need to ask for help because asking for help doesn't even seem like an option. You know, like oh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and ball. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, culturally we're very you know we are an individualist culture, um, and it's very like a self starter, self supporter, self 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 self. You know, and um, we have to live in a world that is free of self. Yes. <laughs> Let's love the way you said that. Um, so, you know, that, but... <sighs> I said something really funny earlier, and I I wish I could share it here, but I cannot. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Sorry. 
I said something really funny, just but don't. I can't talk about it right here. But I just want to let you know that I'm really funny. And I was really Hit funny. Hit me up earlier. if you want to know what the funny thing was. Um, comment below. <laughs> um, so, but the other thing that I'm thinking of too is that asking for help for me used to be do this for me. Mm. It used to be by the time I was asking for help, what I was really asking for is you to just do, do fix this, yeah. do this. You know, like I'm, oh, oh, my brain's like buzzing because I think about when I started to identify that I had a problem. Well, okay. Previous to having an unsolvable problem a la drug addiction. Yeah. You know, I would, you go to friends, you vent, they maybe give you advice and like I would put, I would really put my problems on somebody else and then just be like, great, I've gotten rid of that. Like no solving, not, not asking for help, putting my problem on them and then walking away. Yeah. Like I think of my friend Mamie and I think of my friend James, two people who while I was in college you know, and, and beyond, um, I would like get drunk and then text them like sad stories and be upset and then wake up the next day and be like, cool. Yeah. Well <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to James and Mamie. Hi. Um, <laughs> um, that's not asking for help. You know what I mean? And then it got to the point where, so that would solve, and I'm putting this in air quotes, that would solve my problems. Then I got to a problem that sharing it with people did not solve. I thought it would. Did I ever tell you I've held my own intervention? <laughs> no. What? So <laughs> this is a 100%. We, so I'm listening to you like talk about this and we're like opposite. Like when I talk, when you're done, you're going to see like how different we are with the exact same thing. So go ahead. I love that. Um, you can, I'll, I'll end it at this story. Um, because I, I also don't like asking for help, but this is the way, this is the way I've weaponized asking for help in the past. Um, as well. Uh, I love the word weaponized. Um, it is a good word. So I, uh, was doing crystal meth and, um. Surprise. Wait, you did crystal meth? <laughs> yeah, a lot. Um, and it was getting. This is where it stopped being a one to two night thing and started to like become a weekend thing or, and I was starting to hit pain around it and misery. And I was like, okay, I need to tell someone in my mind, again, hot off what I just said. If I go to the people who love me and I love and tell them what's going on, it won't be this big secret anymore and I'll stop doing it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So, but this is this is what was going to yeah. work in my head. And so I texted like my four like closest friends and was like I need you to come over today like no questions asked. This is going to make me a little emotional, I think. Um and I brought them all over and I brought them to my basement cuz I didn't want my roommates to hear and I just like spilled i was like i'm doing this and it's it's getting worse and you know i wanted to tell you because i need help you know and again like at the time feeling like i'm asking for help but what i'm really doing is putting the problem on somebody else a group of else yeah now, shout out to <laughs> shout out to this group 
This is Colin, Maddie, Mamie, and James. I think we're all there and present. And I owe so much of my life to these wonderful people. Um, and I really mean that. Um, and I told them, I literally held my own intervention. Like, they had no idea. <laughs> and I called them over to tell them that I had a drug problem. And then I was like, and I really want to tell my parents, but I don't feel like I can tell them on my own. They're like, yes, we'll sit with you. And they sat with me, and I called, and I cried. Um, you know, and I really thought that was going to be it. Yeah. It wasn't. It got a million times worse. That was before I could even stay up for a full week. Um, so it got way worse. But that is a way, not a story I really planned on telling at all. Yeah. Um, but that is uh, where asking for help. I feel like this episode is going to go long. Maybe. Who cares? Um, uh, yeah. And that's really important for me to say is that like asking for help used to be do this for me. Yeah. Fix me. Take this away from me. And interesting. We'll get there. Um, what do you want to say? Oh, just that we're very different in that sense. We're like, I refused to accept help or ask for help. Like, I just was like, I'm going to do this myself. And still to this day, I can be like that. Like, it's it's better now, of course, since I stopped using and, like, have found recovery. But... I can just remember like going to treatment over and over again and like trying to get sober over and over again and just every time like it was I'm asking for help a little bit but more of just like people are telling me that I need help mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I will go get help but not taking anything that anyone was giving me sure. like just again stubborn mm -hmm. and just like stuck in self of like I can do this myself mm -hmm. like I don't need help that was very much my mo and yeah. it still can be like last night I don't need help like in my brain I tell myself you don't need help you're fine mm -hmm. because for me and this is something that I just realized while talking about last night like right now is like it also comes with like embarrassment. Sure. Like I feel embarrassed and I feel less than because I need help. Yeah. And like yeah. that's something that I have to to work on and see that like if I'm asking for help and this is a situation where like I need to take my own advice because I tell people all the time it takes a strong for, person to ask for help. Not even that. Ask for help no one is ever gonna tell you no to helping you and if they do you're asking the wrong person sure like or you're asking for the wrong thing yeah, you, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, emily do, do what you're telling other people Literally. to do like what are you doing yeah. or half the time i don't even have to ask for the help the help is offered to me and i refuse you're like I no refuse universe it. thank you like yeah. no i'm fine and yeah. that and all it does is hurt me in mm -hmm. the end it it makes me have a rough go of it yeah i mean and don't get me wrong like i i do relate to that as well that side of it i i am both sides yeah 
uh, pride and ego, not wanting to seem, you know, wanting to do it all, wanting to come off a certain way. Like, literally beginning of sobriety, I have nothing to my name except, like, the fucking backpack on my back at a meeting in the winter. And I'm about to walk home from my to my sober house from a meeting. And someone's like, oh, do you need a ride? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Fully about to walk 30 minutes when it could be a five-minute yeah. drive. Then they had they don't care at all. Yep. I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know. It's fine. Um, and but the the thing about it is like the people who are offering to help and and like I'm saying no, the people are like They know what is wrong. Yeah, with like you? they know. Like, what yeah. okay, like that's I fine, think, um, walk in the cold. <laughs> a huge, a huge like kind of turning point for me asking for help. Um is when I really realized that I love my parents very much, but I really came to the realization that there was a long stretch of time in my life where I was using my parents like a bank account more than human beings. And when I came to that realization, I then didn't want to ask for help at all from them. Okay, so this is great that you're talking about this. Go ahead. And in early, in the beginning, when they wanted to help, I would always call my mentor and uh, and be like um, oh my god I don't want to you know I don't want to I abused it for so long you know she's like well if you need the help accept it yeah do you need the help yes are are they offering yes is it unheard of you know yeah. no like this is reasonable you know and I'm talking all the way as simple as like a ride somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not asking for a thousand dollar bail to my, cause I, fucking, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. Like it's like, I need a ride to Walmart to use my food stamps that I applied for. Yeah. Um, but I was so, I then can get hyper conscious about, um, am I asking for help too much? That's okay. So I have a very similar experience with my parents where like, in uh, active using, like, I, it was always, like, my fallback plan. Like, I know I can always go to my mom's house. I know that my parents will, my dad will always help me, like, yeah. financially if I need it. Like, I I just used that, it just wrecked that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, at the end, my parents still were, like, willing to help me, but changed it up a little bit. And... When I first got into recovery, same thing. Like, I didn't want to, like, ask them for anything. I didn't want to accept their help. Like, my mom would just do it anyway. Yeah. Like, because she loves me and she wants to help and she could see that, like, I was doing well and she wants to support that. My mother, my, both of my parents are saints. Like, just the oh, best. The best. But I just... Was like so stuck in this, like I like I used that, I dried yeah. up that well. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't take the hole any deeper. Yeah. And now I have uh, the same experience of like, so I don't, I don't generally go to my parents and ask them for help. But like if I talk to them about certain things, like my they will offer to help, and I get all in my head of like did I mention this yes. to her 
just because yes. I, I thought that she would help Ugh. me out or was I just talking about it or like do I take the help or does she think that I mentioned it to her just yeah. to try and get her to and help me and a lot of times I, I get... do bring it up because I yeah me too and then I get all fucked up about it and, and I end up not taking the help yeah. anyway because I'm like Emily this is not the way it should have gone the way yeah exactly this isn't your manipulating. manipulating you're not asking for help yeah. you're manipulating the help yeah when I'm not like consciously like whatever I just know that my mom is my dad and my mom are always gonna help me so trying to steer away from that but then also recognize when like I am not doing that because yeah. it's not like every single thing that comes up I'm like oh call my mom she'll help me like yeah. no yeah and and accepting the help when it's appropriate that's and parents are hard. Parents yeah. are ex especially... I also have saints for parents. I'm very lucky. I'm aware that I'm lucky to have the family yes. that I have. Me too. Um, you know, for sure. I know that I'm lucky. What is popping off in my brain is the... For... It goes hand in hand, asking for help and feeling worth the help. Yes. I have I love grown, that. I have grown my ability to ask for help with because I have grown my ability to feel worth being helped. That being said, like when I first came in and like asking for help on solving my biggest problem. I come into recovery settings and I literally described it as like, I am an alley dog who hasn't eaten in months and you come to me with food and I know I need that food. I know it cause I haven't eaten in forever, but I still sniff it. Yeah. I still don't, even though I know it's the solution, I still have to check. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because a part of me is like, I don't feel worth the help being given. For me, I experience the same thing where I have to like test it out first or like, you know, sniff the food if you will. But mine comes from a place of, of fear and like, I don't know if distrust is the right word, but I experienced a lot of things in my past that caused me to have this uh, trauma response when it comes to help that something negative is going to come from it. Mm -hmm. So like if I accept this help from you, what is going to happen in the future that you're going to turn around and use the fact that you helped me against me and do yep. some bullshit. How do like, you, that's, sorry, go. that's where my, that's where the bulk of my response to things in the sense of like, what are you what are you trying to get from me like that's my thing sure is like i'm the alley dog who hasn't eaten in weeks but i'm like what's gonna happen when i eat this food what are you, uh, gonna, what are you gonna what yeah. are you gonna do to me after yeah are you gonna let me go or are you gonna catch me and put me in a cage sure like what what's gonna happen act here? like you, you know like yeah, yeah yeah how do you how do you heal from that how have you worked on that i just keep taking the food to the best of my ability, I, I talk to people in my life. So that's a big thing that I wanted to touch on on this subject 
is for me with this asking for help thing, a lot of it is like pushed by the people I have in my life that are like, you need to, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but, but I, I don't want to. And they're like, but you need to, you yeah. need the help. It's going to be okay. Like you're not going to get put in the cage. Like you're fine. Everything is fine. But to work through that is just, I just have to keep accepting help. Like yeah. when it, when it comes up and seeing that nothing is going to happen. Yeah. That, that is, is a past feeling and that that is not real. And like disassociating that negative experience with every experience sure. that is happening now and, and separating the two things of like this happened and having to be aware of what for me is a trauma response and what is like uh, an intuition, like real response. Sure. So a lot of the time I have What is a trauma to, response? I know, but people A trauma response is... <laughs> I know, but like <laughs> you may not know. A trauma response is the way that I react to something due to something that has happened to me in the past. Okay. So when um, somebody offers to help me financially, that's the one I'm going to use because it's the one that I can best explain. Mm. When someone offers to help me financially, the first thought in my head is they're going to give me this money and then in two weeks they're going to tell me that I owe them money or they're going to tell me that I have to whatever for them because they helped me out with some money sure or whatever the case is and seeing that like that is not realistic mm-hmm. and moving on from it but the trauma response is that instant first thought of like how I would react how I that situation how it happened to me in the past and like where the fear came from in the past from that experience and like how it is manifesting today in my life now in an unrealistic way because 95% of my first reactions to things like that in my life where people want to help people want to do nice things for me like whatever are the first response I have is a trauma response and then I have to be like, okay, what's the the next thing? Like, what's the, the next part of this? And seeing, like, where it's realistic and where it's not. And a big thing that has helped me is therapy and talking with my closest friends about it of, like, this is the thing that has come up and this is how I feel about it. And I might know in my head that it's not real, but having someone else tell me that is not real is, like the core of that of being like okay you're right I am out of my mind because I have another like trauma thing that I have is I don't trust myself sure so and what I'm what's also going off for me too is that um okay so hand in hand um uh being worth asking for help and receiving the help goes hand in hand with being the ability to ask for help Okay. Mm-hmm. What else kind of goes, what else definitely goes hand in hand with it is in, in line with your trauma response to like, I understand that because 
what 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 circles are you a part of? Like what I'm hearing from you and what I can very relate to now, and I've always had this, but am I asking for help from healthy circles yes. or from unhealthy circles? Yeah. And then am I afraid, you know, am I basing my fear of asking for help on the fact that in the past I've asked the wrong people for yes. help? I, for a very long time, I asked my character defects for help. Meaning I have asked sex over and over again to help me feel validated. I have asked drugs over and over again to help me feel more connected with the world around me. Okay. So I, and all of the people that come along with that. Yes. The men who I'm asking for quote unquote help from at the bar at 3 (laughs) a.m. I don't get, I get what I need in that moment and then less than 24 hours later that help is gone. Yeah. Okay. That, that is where I go to ask for help when I'm left to my own distorted thinking. Yes. The quick fix, um, because asking for help from the healthy places is scary. It's going to take way more work. Um, I don't want to hear what they have to say. I don't want to do all that work, you know, blah, blah, blah. I would rather go ask for help from areas where I kind of already know what they're going to say, that quick fix, that easy, that self, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because asking for help in a real way is is what goes with that is on the other side of it is the answer. Yeah. Hearing the thing. And, you know, today there's so many... That was kind of of whistly. There's so many skills built into asking for help Uh that that is why the single topic of asking for help is so, can be so daunting because it's not just one skill. A, I have to feel worth asking for help. B, I have to know when to ask for help. C, I have to actually ask for help. D, I have to ask for help from the right people. E, I I have to to listen. I have to take the help. And then F, I have to put action into yep. it. I'm yeah. already up to F. Yeah. Bitch, that's, I that's, barely want to do A. Yeah. Well, I want to do that A. <laughs> but I don't want to do A through F. And that's yeah. me like firing those things off. And so all of that, if you are not used to practicing any of those skills. That's like, fuck. Like I just scared myself yeah. listing all that out. Yeah. I mean, it's not really that, like, it's that complicated. It's, yeah. But once you're able to do it, it's, like, just one thing. Yeah. It's just this one thing of, like, I need help. But you have to be able to have confidence and Mm self-efficacy in each of those areas for asking for help to be productive. Yeah. Because... Asking for help in negative behaviors always feels good right away. Yeah, but then after it doesn't. It's not long term. It sucks. Yeah. It 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 degrades your soul. Yeah. But in that moment, there's gratification. Yeah. Long term gratification comes from building the soul. Building the soul takes pain and not pain. That's dramatic. It takes work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, there he goes. I love this cat so much. <laughs> um, building resilience in each of those things, it, it does take, it do take nerve. It do <laughs> take nerve, as RuPaul says. 
And it's, um, there's so many, because like a question that I have for you is like, how, how do you know it's time to ask for help? Um, when I get to a point where I feel like shit, a lot of the time it takes, that's, I, I gotta think about it for a second. Cause like, I don't really. Yeah. Um, if I am practicing spirituality the way that I know that I should be and like fully engaging in like a relationship with my spiritualness, um, I know when to ask for help. Like I just, I know, you know what I mean? Like I'm in this contact with god or whatever and i just know like okay i need help but if i'm not that's when it's one of those times that you were just talking about where i don't really know that i need help and other people have to just tell me and 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 step in um but generally it's starts with a feeling of like more than a feeling I like I can't do this sure like I reach and I've I've found that through my recovery like I reach that point faster than I used to like I reach the point of being like okay I need help faster than I did like when I first got sober I would try yeah I because I, like I explained earlier, I am very headstrong. I'm very stubborn. I'm very like, I can do this. And it would take me a little while to get to the point of like, okay, I guess I can't. I mean, shit, it took me five years to realize that I couldn't get sober by myself, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it took it, time in the beginning it, and now it gets to be like faster where I'm like, okay, I need help. But that's just realizing that I need help, not asking Actually for help. Actually doing it, Because yeah. I can consciously know that I need help, but not take the action around Oh, it. I'll sit in it for a full oh, yeah. weekend. Yeah, and then finally I'll, I'll call my, my friend and be like, yeah, this is happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I need help, please. And but it- I think it... Really quick. No, go. I think it also depends on what I need help with and who, like, who or what the best thing is to go to get the help. That, mm. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Like, if, yes. if it's something that one of my really close friends can help me with, like, a situation or something, okay, fine, I will call and I will ask for help and I will take the help and I will do what needs to be done. But if it's something like financial or like I even like asking for rides today is so Uh, hard when it's something like physical where the other person has to to do something like help me financially like give me money or pick me up and drive me somewhere or buy me something or whatever it is where like it's more than just the person using their brain and telling me something that is the most difficult because my brain tells me you're 26 years old you should be able to do this yourself yeah and like that is not 
realistic. At 26, Tina Fey was broke. <laughs> at 26, Oprah... Have you seen that <laughs> yeah. meme that's like, yes. Oprah was working at a diner and, yeah. you know... But that's, like, where my brain goes. So some things is, like, easier to ask for help than other things and, and, and what accept I, the help. What I'm hearing, too, is this idea that today I can, <laughs> I can know that I need... I know, not doing, but mm-hmm. I know I need to ask for help sooner because ego deflation. Mm-hmm. If I have put in the work to deflate my ego... I come to a place of needing to ask for help sooner yeah. because I have less of an ego to just bounce on or rely on, false, falsely rely on. Yeah. Well, I have and that's really, ego that's beautiful. To tell me that I don't need it. Yes, exactly. Or to, or to tell me that I don't deserve it. Yeah. Or whatever the, the negative or positive yep. thing my yep. ego wants to yep. tell me. Yep. There's less of it there. And... I very echo you. My, I have, of course, mine is opposite of yours. Of course. Asking for physical help bothers me less real today. You know what I hate is when the answer is asking for spiritual help. Because the answer is quiet, not tangible, only involves me seeking out a quiet answer alone. And See, I love that. No, I much would rather call a friend, call a mentor, call a, a meeting, you know, go to these finite places and yeah. search for help. Those are, I enjoy those. Um, when it gets to the like, all right, bitch, you are at the end of the road. What you need <laughs> you to have do. Asked everyone. Yeah. And like all of it is pointing towards uh, asking for that quiet help. Because I want it to be, to me, the tangible is easier, mm-hmm. you know? Because the getting the quiet then means getting quiet, um, asking for help, and then uh, just hoping that I'm understanding my intuition enough, you know, yeah. blah, 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 this and the other. And some <laughs> days are better than others and this and the other, but for me, asking for knowing knowing there's a huge difference too knowing when to ask for help from the world god and, and or from world. god and from the universe you know like like the other day when we were talking about how i'm envious and like i'm having all these problems with envy and i didn't even think to bring it to the universe but i thought to bring it to my peers yeah and at least that's a start and then yeah. in bringing it to my peers i realized oh i need this is something i need to bring to my 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 universe yeah. you know quietly alone which the person that i am doing things quietly alone is never my first go to i can't imagine you ever being quiet <laughs> <laughs> i was like how do i answer this <laughs> see i i like going to the universe for help because I know. and it's it's become something I'm like where, I have envy of that in you honestly <laughs> yeah that's a part of our relationship I'm very envious of it's I'm like become, oh she like so gets it and I'm such a piece of shit <laughs> well it's become something where in the beginning of my sobriety back to the beginning again I 
found so much peace in that. Like, I, I still remember, like, there came this point where... I realized that like I could give up control and like I didn't have to try and control everything and like from that's then, another skill of asking for help is really releasing yeah. control. Oh, another skill. We can talk e. about this all yeah, night. No, that's too. a G. We yeah. got it to F. That's a G. G. <laughs> Giving up control. But I and it's still really hard because I love I love to be in charge. Mm. I love to control. I would control everyone and everything if I could. I love it. Yeah. I just, it's great. Yeah. So when I realized that, like, not everything. So I have this relationship with myself and my universe, like, where I just know things sometimes. Like, like I four just, times four is 16. No. <laughs> no. I actually don't know that. I'm very poor with math. Okay, well, that I, is, know, I know that. That is, that is the answer, but, right? Yeah. As soon as I said four times four <laughs> is 16, I was like, wait, am I wrong? Yeah. No, it's 16. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I just like, I just find peace with, the universe like I just find peace with and learning how to trust myself and trust my gut there have been so many instances where my gut told me to do something I didn't do it and I got the worst possible uh, outcome sure and that taught me to always trust my gut and to me that that instant knowing when I'm trying to connect spiritually is my universe telling me this is the answer most of the time i will take that answer and i will bring it to somebody outside of me and be like this is like yeah i i consulted the spirits and (laughs) and this is what i got does this sound all right and 99 percent of the time it is yeah and that's a blessing of, of really having this conscious contact with my essence is that I can trust my gut. Because my gut used to be like, do drugs, bang boys. Yeah. You know? And that, that worked for a very long time. Um, and then it didn't work. Mm-mm. And I had to really reconnect with something that was always there. And this is a whole separate topic. But... Um, you know, to now I can trust my gut more if I'm upholding the values that I have now adopted. If I start to go it back into self, if I go into my own defects, my old ways of thinking, I can no longer trust my gut. You know what I mean? Um, and that that really is a really fir- that's a, such a graceful place to transition to from the beginning. So much of the beginning of learning all of this is knowing the fact that I don't know shit. Yeah. The graceful place is moving to a place where it's like, I I do know. I know some things. I know some things. <laughs> and there's humility in that because I don't know everything. Yeah. Um, which I do not want to go on record saying I do know everything. You do know everything? I do know everything. Okay, Vincent Let knows the record everything. know. The record has been set. Put it in the notes. 
Uh, but uh, the humility of I don't know everything, but I know enough to feel confident in it that I can trust my gut. And I yeah. love what you said. That's asking for help. Is yeah. here is the answer I've come to. What does that sound like? And again, having those healthy circles, blah, blah, blah. I feel like there's so much more I could say, but I also feel like we've said a good we've amount a for lot. one episode. There's a lot of days where, and I'll end with this, there's a lot of days where I go through my day and throughout the day I am just praying and just, God, please help me. Yeah, Like that, like that is my, like, just please help me. I could and do more like that. That's... That's where I find peace in like really rough days where I'm just like, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Sure. Please help me. And then I look, I look for that help. Sure. And I try to make a conscious effort to look for that help. And I could do it more on days where things are not a fucking train wreck, which I've mentioned on here before that I know exactly what to do when everything's a mess, but yeah. I don't know what to do when everything is fine. But... Where I just go through my day and I'm like, God, please help me. Like, yeah. please help me. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. What I think I want to end it with is that I don't do that, but I very much believe that my higher power talks to me through other people. Mm-hmm. That being said, I have to talk to other people for uh, that to present itself. Yes. You know what I mean? So yep. asking for help is a part of that. And the way I have very I'll be I'll be fucking honest I have curated the people who are close to me I am very good at choosing not yeah I, I know what you're saying I'm very good I, I heard very early on you are a sum of the five people who are closest to you and that rocked my world because that's on you yeah who are you choosing to spend that time with so I'm very cognizant of who is in my circle yep. because I go, I, I work on going to them when I know I need to. Yeah. And then, but I have to, again, all of the stuff I said earlier, yep. but I, I find myself less of that, like pray throughout the day person, but like, like I text you, yep. you know what I mean? Like I, the people who need to maybe know or I need to, you know, fucking go to, I go to. Yeah. Because I know that I'm going to get uh, an answer Some back. God. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm in the right circle. Yep. And I'm very, I, I'm, I'm going to make a plant reference. I prune, <laughs> I prune my little circle. Yeah. I cut it. That's right. That's yep. when you cut out things. Yep. Don't work. You cut yeah, out blah, the blah, dead blah. stuff. Um, and <laughs> that is why, uh, and that's how I, uh, uh, ask for help from my higher power is really because like I said almost always and you do this and my mentor and whatever like then is like well have you asked the universe I'm like well fuck you know what I mean yeah. but I needed that reminder from that. someone else yep. um, I think we did great me too this was, a, this was a good one I feel like we could definitely do this topic again yeah which is a lot I want to say now, I want to set the intention of recording an interview very soon. Okay. And I want to let you at home know that a big part of why we started this too is what we want to do is bring on people who are close to us. To share on topics with us. Yeah, of their choosing, blah, blah, blah. And like really like get more than just the two of us on this so hopefully very soon you will meet one of our friends yes or um, you will be the friend yes <laughs> or both 
<laughs> um, so I, I'm very excited for that too. Me too. I love you, Emily. I love you too. And I love all of you at home for listening. It really, it, it rocks my world when people tell me, oh, I'm listening to the podcast. Me too. I'm just like, you listen to Literally, me. Literally, my friend Sarah was like, you brought a pillowcase? And I was like, oh my God, you're listening. Yeah, I love that stuff. We should sell merch. We should sell pillowcases. <laughs> all right. Bye. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.